0: So you found God. All right. A lot of people say, well, I found the Lord when I was, or I found God when I was, or I found God, you know, here. I found God there. Guess what? You did not find God. You did not find God. He found you. Amen. Amen. He found you. Wow. Amen. We know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's how great he loved. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. For God's so loved. Hey, this is a little message within the message. This is another little message within the message. You guys have to know this. I'm going to ask you another question. We're going to see who's bold enough to answer it. Okay? Who's bold enough to answer it? I mean, we have a lot of beliefs as Christians. We have a lot of beliefs. Some of them, some of them are a lot different than others, right? We might have different end time beliefs, different beliefs on the rapture or whatever. But there are two beliefs, two beliefs that we all must stand on, believe in. They're the cornerstone beliefs. They're the number one, I won't say number two because they're both number one, doctrinal beliefs, theological beliefs that every Christian should have. Two. Who cares to take a stab at them? Not you, Lori. The only one I can think of is that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh.
1: All right, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Number one, yeah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Are you going to answer me? Okay, what? Number one, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the resurrection. Okay. Mm. Because Paul says, if Jesus Christ did not raise from the dead, right. we are to be pitied more than anybody else. Mm. Because if Jesus Christ did not raise from the dead, then our belief is in vain and our faith is in vain and we are still in our sins. you I got you make your own yeah, tapes. So. so number two is Lazarus? He's no, Lazarus. no, no. That's yeah, number one. Okay, okay, can you see that? Mm-hmm. Now number two. Come on, come on, come on. Take a stab. was the virgin? Bang! The virgin birth. The virgin birth. Why? Because he was born of God. Because he was born from above. Mm. If he was born of a man, then he would have been born into sin. Mm. And then he who knew no sin, right, would not be he who knew no sin. He who knew no sin became sin with our sin. The virgin earth. Because all other men, all other people born born, are born with a genetic blueprint, the bloodline of Adam. That's why he had to be born of God. Those two are at the crux of what every believer should believe. And I'm amazed that not too many people... You know, know those two, those two things. Yeah. And they're vitally important. And so that's a little message in another message. So, so God, he loved us so much. He loved us. He loved us. And the angel said unto them, Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, good news filled with great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Oh, Thank you. I love this time of the year. So every week up until Christmas, you're going to be getting something about Christmas. Okay, I hope you don't mind. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. For the Son of Man has come. And this is why he has come. He has come to seek. He has come to seek and to save. That's which is lost. That's why he came. He came to seek and he came to save. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can't play hide and seek with Jesus because you'll always lose. He'll always find you. He'll always find you. First Titus chapter two, verse 11. I personalize this. For the grace of God that brings you salvation Appear to you one day, Lenny Rolla. First, Titus chapter two, verse eleven. Titus chapter three, verse four through seven. But after that, the kindness of love, our God, our Savior, toward you, Lenny Rolla, appeared. See, it just appeared to me. It appeared to me, and Lenny Rolla, it was not by your works of righteousness which you had done, but according to His great mercy, He saved you. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on me abundantly through Jesus Christ, my Savior, your Savior, that being justified by His grace, you should be made an heir according to the hope of eternal life. He found me, He appeared to me, He came to me because of His mercy and His love, and He gave me a bath, He gave me a shower. Have you ever watched a movie where they're just in the rain shower and they're just enjoying it and it's just washing them and cleansing them and, 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 and they're just feeling so refreshed and, and so full of joy? And, and that's what the Holy Spirit did to, to Lenny Rolla. He came, he sought me, he found me, he washed me. And he cleansed me. And he regenerated me. He made me brand new. He made me born again just like him. Just like him see that's why john said in john chapter 1 verse 12 for as many as received him that's you and i to them he gave the right the power the ability and the authority to become his child to as many as believed on his name who here we go the virgin birth who were not born of man, nor of the will of man. See, this is what happens at born again. But who were born of God. Born from above. Born from the Spirit. That wonderful day where we became totally brand new. Yeah. Jesus told Nicodemus, unless a man be born again. Mm. And he, I don't know if this is proper English, those of you who are good in grammar, He born to dust again. again. (laughs) Brand new, baby. And if any man is in Christ, then that's where I am in. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. He found me. He found me. He found me. Luke chapter 15, verse 4. What man of you? You have a hundred sheep. Right? If you lose one of them, Doth he not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? That's Jesus talking about the Father's love for us. Who was lost? We were lost. And he kept looking, searching, seeking, would not stop, did not stop, could not stop until what? Until when? He found it. Now, let me tell you something. I'm big on Westerns. you big on Westerns? You look like a Western guy, no? Me, me. Big on Westerns, big on Westerns, you know. Wagon Train, you know, the Virginian, uh, you know, Bonanza, all these, all these, you know, they have sheep, sheep herders, whatever. You know what? They count on the fact, I, I'm watching it during the cattle drives and the, the, the different, different situations. They're counting on the fact that they're going to lose a, a few. They're going to lose a few. God ain't counting on that fact. That's not his thinking at all. That's, his, that's not his mindset at all. His mindset is, I am not willing that any should perish. And I will seek them. And I will search for them. And I will find them. He found us guys. He found me. He found me. Luke chapter 15. Verse Eight and nine. Either, what woman? And do you understand that this is talking about the Holy Spirit? Okay? Hey, here's the Holy Spirit. He has ten pieces of silver. If he loses one piece, doesn't he light a candle? Doesn't he sweep the house? Doesn't he seek diligently till he find it? And when he had found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace. Which I had lost. Wow. So can you imagine? Eh, I got $10 in quarters. I lose one. I'm like, eh, you know what? No big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. We are big deals to him. You know, anybody out there that, that, that feels, you know, I'm nothing, I'm, I'm worthless, I'm, you know, why me? Why would God love me? Jesus died for you. There is not a more precious gift than the gift of Jesus. And that's the worth that the Father placed on you. Here's my son's blood. Here's my son's life. His life for your life. Oh my goodness. His blood for your blood. Wow. Amen. Huh. Amen. Wow. Amen. Every one of us are precious. Every one of us. You know, you go and buy a car today, right? Mm-hmm. New pickup truck, sixty thousand dollars. You give them sixty thousand, they'll give you a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. You give them twenty thousand, you ain't getting a pickup truck. You know, everything has equal value. So you think about it. What can have equal value to the blood of the Son of God? You, Amen. me. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father. What does it say here? What does it say? Not by works of righteousness, which I have done. Not by works of righteousness, but just by his kindness and his mercy and his love. He came searching. He came seeking. He came finding. He came to save me. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, I like this one, Lori. Holy Spirit just, just like opened my eyes to this one. I was reading it wrong. You know why I was reading it wrong? Because of our translations. So, this is what it says. Are you ready? <laughs> you are ready, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you're not recording it. Oh, you are. Okay. No, All right, here we go. <laughs> this is from Luke chapter 15, verse 20. The wayward son. I have never saw it, I've never seen it like I see it now. And it says this And he rose and he came to his father. But when he was a yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. You know what I see there now? He was a a great way off. He was a far way off. But his father saw him. His father never lost sight of him. Mm-hmm. See, we read this and we don't, we don't understand. This is grace, guys. Mm-hmm. We, have to, we have to understand this with the lens and the filter of grace. And not man's, you know, language here. What this is meaning, when he was with the pigs, when he was trying to eat what they were eating, when he squandered his blessing, his father never lost sight of him. Yeah. Never. never, never. And that's why uh, his father never lost sight of him. That's why his father put the robe back on and the ring back on and the shoes back on. His father never lost sight of him. Amen. And our father has never, ever lost sight of us. Amen. Come on, that's good, isn't it? Amazing. That's the true gospel, honey. Thank you, Jesus. You can't shake him away. You know what? I used to think that. I mean, how would I like, maybe God's, I used to do things I wasn't proud of, okay? Why not? After all, I was a sinner, right? right? Because just, you know, all of sin, they could, the religion convinced me that I was nothing more than a sinner. Thank God it says all have, past tense, past tense, past tense, and now I'm the all have been justified freely. Now I'm the the made righteous through faith in Jesus, okay? But they had me convinced, you know? So I'm a sinner, man. I just, I can't, I'm just going to sin. I'm just a sinner, whatever. And I would be like, you know, well, maybe he doesn't see me. Or, you know, maybe he's not coming here with me. Or maybe he's not with me now. He never lost sight of me. He never lost sight of the fact that I was righteous. He never lost sight of the fact that I had his authority. He never lost sight of the fact you're my son. Religion caused me to lose sight of that fact. Amen. And that's why Jesus said, religion comes to kill and steal and destroy, but I've come that you might have life, life more abundantly. Thank you, Jesus. I can't shake him. I don't want to. I don't need to. You know why I don't need to? Because now I'm convinced of my righteousness. I'm convinced of my holiness. I'm convinced of my sanctification. I'm convinced of my perfection. I'm convinced as Jesus is, so am I. And I'm convinced, Romans chapter 5 verse 1, that I am at peace with my dad, yeah. oh praise you, Jesus! Mm-hmm. People say I preach a phony and false gospel, Nina. Mm-mm. This is the gospel, yeah. faultless and flawless. Jesus, too good to be true. I can't shake him. I can't escape him. I'm gonna make a song. I can't shake him. I can't escape him. My my mom is listening. She's probably saying, "Lenny, let's let's sing it. Let's sing it. <laughs> Keep singing. Stop, stop the singing." But I can't shake him. I can't escape him. What else I got here? I can't run from him. I can't hide from him. (laughs) He is for me. He is for me. He is for me. He is for you. He is for you. He 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 is for me. He is for you. Always. Always. And you want to hear something else? You want to hear something else? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We have to get rid of this. We have to remove it from our vocabularies. Yes. And you know what that is? Well, if only. Mm. Mm. Get rid of if only. Do you know that God is not the God of if only? He's not going to sit there and say, well, sir, son, if only you would have. He don't do that. Sins missing the mark. The if onlys, right? If only sins, missing the mark. Mm-hmm. He remembers no more. Really? He lives in the right now, right now, victorious, right now, conqueror, right now, heir, right now, promises are yesterday men. No more if only. And if I had a dollar for every if only, mm-hmm. I'd be sitting on millions. Get out of the if only. <laughs> I'm, I'm logged on to Facebook, so I'm getting messages. <laughs> Get out of the if only. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you imagine Jesus? Oh, if only. If only I didn't pick Judas. You know. If, no, no, if only. It's only march on. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. Like Paul said, forgetting what lies. Wait, forgetting what, what does he say? Forgetting the past, forgetting, and just looking at what lies ahead. Just look at what lies ahead. No more if only. Get out of the if only. He is for me. He is for me always. Always. All right? Here we go. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? You want to hear another lie religion will tell you? Man, they told Lori. Listen, I love my youth pastor with all my heart. He's still my best friend. We were, in, we, you know, him and I, him, he'll tell you this, right? Different lanes. We were di- different lanes. Not, we were in the same lane, but it was different lanes. We had a different understanding of grace than we do now. Okay? Right? So, who shall separate us from the love of God, of Christ? And, you know, we heard, we heard all the time, right, Lori, every week, you know, we heard most weeks that, you know what? Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Right? You can't be kidnapped. You can't be kidnapped but you can run away, right? Mm-hmm. You can't run away from him! Nope. Well, Isn't there is this song that goes, the everlasting over yeah. love of Christ, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every wall, how does that song go? Come on, somebody, I don't have a singer in the church, every wall he breaks down, you know the song I'm talking about? Uh-huh. The overflowing, everlasting love of God, you know, yeah. breaks every wall down, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yep. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing. No one, not you, not anything. You mean you still love me? Even yes, I do. You mean you still love me yet? Yes, I do. And he looks at me and he says, you have to understand. There's nothing that you can do to make me love you any less. Amen. And there's nothing that you can do to make me love you anymore. Yeah. That's why he says, here's love perfected. Here's God's perfect love. That you can always stand before him. Because in his perfect love, his love perfected, as Jesus is, so are you. Amen. Amen. Wow. Who can like separate God. us from the love of Christ? Nothing. Nobody. Tribulation. Ha, we laugh at it distress ha we laugh at it persecution famine nakedness peril sword nay in everything we are more than conquerors through him that loved us for I have persuaded that neither death nor light nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor your own self nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate you from God's love for you, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So when you understand the fact that this ain't about you, it's not about you in any way, shape, or form. You didn't do anything. God's love and mercy and grace has done everything. And it will continue to do everything. Always and forever. Why? Because this New Testament covenant, this new covenant of grace, is faultless and flawless because we are out of the equation. It is between Jesus and the Father. Nobody and no one can mess it up. And now I just come and I say, yeah, I believe in you, Jesus. Yeah, I believe on that third day, you rose from the dead. And now you're seated at the right hand of the Father. And I'm seated right beside you. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you develop such great confidence. And you develop such great trust. Mm-hmm. And you develop such great belief. And your faith grows as you think about Jesus. And as your faith grows, then you you have the Holy Spirit telling you, now, now you believe and now you speak and you speak it into your reality. Amen? Amen. So, Father, we worship you and we praise you. We thank you that we can't shake you. We can't escape you. We can't run far enough. You're right there. You're with us. You're in us. You love us. You love us. Thank you, Father, for your love, your perfect love. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. Thank you for what you've done for us through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for that day we believed and we received. We believe that you raised him from the dead and we confessed him Lord and Savior. And on that day, we allowed you to find us and we were saved. We thank and praise you and we give you glory in Jesus' name, amen.